When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. I am Sonny. This is Caleb, boys. Woo! We are very excited to be here tonight. We are going to bring a we're going to bring a much higher energy level than we brought to the last episode. I won't be falling asleep mid episode this time. Oh yeah, because I promise. Last episode, it, like when you listen back to it, you don't really hear it, but I was so tired from that long drive. I was literally like sitting in my chair, like dozing off. And we're going to try not to have that happen this time. Oh, oh yeah, no, it, it was it was rough, but I made it work. <laughs> yeah, Caleb. Dude, Caleb, you put that podcast literally on your back the entire time last time. Hey, man, it's it's all about nose to the grindstone. Or to the microphone, you know. In this case, the <laughs> nose to the microphone, yes, you are correct. Okay, well, let's go ahead and we're going to go ahead and get on into it today. We've got uh, quite a bit to uh, we got quite a bit to talk about. We've got, let's see here. I think we just got some new info on the new, is it Utopia support? Oh, well, okay. So first off, we got uh, what happened was uh, Konami kind of went to some of the creators and went, hey, listen, uh, you know, we're going to give you some of this information before anyone else. Then you release a video on this date, and it'll be the Yu-Gi-Oh! Creator, uh, creator Day, day one and day two. Uh, so on day one, it was just a bunch of new support for the new Utopia monster. Okay, and this was the video presented by MST.TV? Correct. Okay. Uh, so to begin with, uh, the we now know the name of the cover card. It's Ultimate Dragonic uh, Utopia Ray. Okay, so there's no number on this. It's just called Ultimate Dragonic Utopia Ray. Correct. It's not an, it is not, in fact, a number monster. That you got to keep that in mind. However, it is also a number monster by... Tech, by technical card effect, the first line is in parentheses. This card is always treated as number C39 Utopia Ray. I would imagine that 
it's not like the actual name of the card isn't a number monster because they just released the complete number file in Japan and they don't want to have to go back and say, sorry, we missed one. Exactly. But as far as effects that affect number monsters, he would be counted because he is always counted as being being number C39 Utopia Ray. And that includes when deck building. Right. So just like Harpy Lady 1, 2, and 3, who are all counted as being Harpy Lady, you, you can't run... Two of one, two of another one. You can only run three. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so in this case, you can't run like three ultimate draconic utopia ray and number and or any and any copies of normal C thirty nine because it is always C thirty nine. That's really interesting. I never would have considered that. That it's not just treated as it when it's on the field. It's always always. Um. Which you don't see very often. You do, like I said, you saw it with Harpy Lady one, two, three, and Cyber Harpy. They're always treated as also being Harpy Lady. Um, that's the only thing place where off the top of my head where I can come up with where that's been used before. But interesting. Oh, it's, it's definitely interesting. Um, anyway, and uh, and for those who don't know, uh, Ultimate Dragonic Utopia Ray is the cover card for the set. If I didn't say if I didn't say it before. Yeah, yeah. So this will be what we're expected to see. Uh, probably, if I had to guess, as an ultra-rare, and because it has some anime significance, I would assume that this would also come as a starlight. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a starlight. Uh, it might not, because um, in the past, some sets, not all sets, always have their cover art card be a starlight. Right. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. It's hit and miss. Um, like anything with anime significance. Yeah, usually that's when they go. But, but I think this first time they had an anime significance... And it's the cover card, so we'll have to see. But I like that I wouldn't be surprised if it was a Ultra and then the uh, Starlight. Okay, well, let's go ahead and we're going to start reading these cards off and kind of breaking them down. But we're going to do it in the order that MST does it in his video. Oh, yeah. I feel um, like it just kind of makes the most sense that way we're not jumping around. Oh, absolutely. Now, if you want more information on these cards, definitely check out MST.TV's video on it. You're right. There will be a link to that video in the description of our, uh, in the podcast description. Oh, absolutely. Because he, he's he's a lot better at this game than us. He's a lot better at this whole... He's been a judge for a long time. Oh, yeah. He's he... been a content creator for a long time. And oh, he yeah. does a great job. Oh, yeah. He can explain things a lot better than we could possibly hope to. Uh, right. So, so first off, we have uh, ZS... Armed Sage, level four light warrior. So it's a it's a rota target. Um, let's see if the only monster you control is a level four monster not named uh, ZS Armed Sage. You can splash summon this card from your hand. So it's just an extender as long as you control a level four monster that isn't itself. Uh, a Utopia Exceed monster that was summoned using this card on the field of material gain this effect. If it's if this card is Exceed Summon, you can add a ZW monster from deck to hand. And each of these effects is a hard once per turn. So, just by using that as material, you immediately search out a ZW. So, I'm based on what I'm seeing, there's going to be a lot of ZW, use of the ZW. Uh, ZW standing for Zexal Weapon. Right. So, we're going to start off with the ZSs, which I'm assuming are Zexal Sage. Because they both say Sage at the end of their name. That makes sense. So... We'll have the Zexal Sages and the uh, Zexal Weapons. But so, what you're going to basically do is, as long as you have a level 4, is it, does it have to be a Light Warrior? Or? No, just a level 4 monster not named ZS Arm Sage. Okay, so you have a level 4 monster on your field, you special summon Arm Sage, you overlay into Utopia, overlay that into Utopia Ray, overlay that into. Well, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, because as soon as you overlay into Utopia, 
uh, ZS Arms Age's effect will fire off, making Utopia again the effect right. that when this card is XC summon, you search for ZW. Okay, so you'll immediately search your, one of your actual weapons. Yeah, and then you can't just overlay into Utopia Ray. You have to rank up magic into it, I think. Oh, okay. No, I think part of Utopia Ray's effect is that you can just overlay him on top of Utopia. Because Maybe. I want to say it was a play back in the day to... Uh, mind control an opponent's utopia. Then overlay then, your own ray on top of it. Right, yeah, that yeah, I remember it. that now. Yeah, so. maybe. Um, well, I don't know if that's how Ultimate Dragonic Utopia Ray works. We'll get to that in a minute, I assume. Yeah. Uh, then next up we have ZS Ascended Sage, uh, also a level 4 light warrior monster. Again, a Rota target. Uh, if you control no cards, you can special this card from your hand. So I immediately see a uh, combo play with just those two cards because you normal because you uh, you control the monsters special ascendant sage effective arm sage special itself that's a utopia play right there without normal summoning right so you get the utopia play with the search without ever committing to a normal summon which is really good in a uh, uh, rank four centric deck absolutely um let's see continuing on it with sages yeah by the, the way the number C thirty nine utopia ray you can just overlay it. Good to know. So. Uh, okay, let's see. And then, uh, continuing on Ascended Sage's effect, a Utopia Monster that was special summoned using this card on the field's material gains its effect. If this card is exceed summoned, you can add one rank up magic normal spell from your deck to your hand. Broken. Oh, hello! So, special the Ar- Ascended Sage, special Arm Sage, overlay into Utopia, get two searches off, off the Utopia, and then go off, son. I mean, because you just... I mean, well, you just and the cool thing... Well, the cool thing, and not to cut you off, I'm sorry. No, you're good. The cool thing about going into Utopia is that, okay, now you can either go into Uto- C39 Utopia Ray and then up into the this new, the Ultimate Dragonic new guy that we're going to talk about in a minute. Or I think you can just go up into like Utopia Lightning and like there's different branching paths that you can take depending on where you want to go. So, oh, absolutely. I mean, because you have Utopia Double, uh, Utopia Prime... You got a couple of way, a couple of pathways you can take there, because these don't just say Utopia; it's a Utopia monster, exceed monster. Right. So this is really interesting, and the cool thing I like about the Arm Sage is that as long as you control any level four warrior, well, no, no, it's not even not, a warrior. Not named himself. Yeah, it's not even just a level four warrior; just a level four monster. Oh, okay, yeah. So that's even better. So really, you could tech these guys in like a Phantom Knights package. Oh, easily. Well, no, I thought the Phantom Knights were level three. They have some that are level four, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah, you know, like they, like if they have some that are level four, you could easily take that in. Um, uh, you know, they're oh, they're both rota targets. Um, they're light. Uh, let's, and they're not very high attack and defense, but who cares? They're, you're never going to attack with them, I don't think. Next up, we have a, the new, uh, the new, a new, a new ZW weapon, Pegasus Twin Saber. Yeah, this guy, this guy's interesting. Oh yeah, uh, level five light beast. Uh, you can only control one Pe- Pegasus Twin Saber. It better have a really good effect. And that's yeah. the case. Uh, if your opponent's light points at least two thousand are higher than yours, you can special summon this card from your hand. So if you have, so if you're, so if you're on the, on the backswing, which is easy to do with cards like Upstart. Right. I other, was just about to mention. Yeah, that. and other stuff like that. That's really easy to do. And then you can just special summon out of your hand. Um, like, and then this part is, I assume, is from what I've seen from the other ZWs, all ZWs have this part. You can target a Utopia monster you control, equip this card to, to it as an equip spell that gives it, uh, and then 
they all give them different different stats. But whatever this one gives their you, attack is, that's how much they give it. Yeah, it gives so. it a thousand attack. Uh, and then the other ZW effect: once per turn, while this card is equipped to a monster, you can just negate a monster effect that that you can negate a monster effect activated on your opponent's field. Well then, Pegasus Twin Saber. So, what you can literally do is, you can special summon the Ascending Sage, special summon Arm Sage, overlay into Utopia, then you can search out this Pegasus Twin Saber. And a rank up spell. And a rank up spell. And then you can choose your combo line. You can choose your pathway. You can either go up into something like Utopia Lightning, or you can go into C39 Utopia Ray into something else. and Or even the new guy. Right. And with the simple use of something like an Upstart Goblin, and I think there's a card called Gift Card, something. There's several cards that give your opponent's life points. Well, you, well, I mean, you can also just reduce your own life points, because I remember there being a continuous spell from back in the day. That every single time you exceeded into a Utopia monster, you could pay 500 to draw a card. And that effect was not once per turn, but it was once per special summon. But then, you know, if you're going to that first Utopia, pay 500, draw a card, go uh, go into Utopia Ray or whatever, pay 500, draw a card with an upstart, that's three draws and the 2,000 deficit you need. Right. So you can get into this really fast. Oh, yeah. Um, and then just, you know, negating an effect, monster effect that activated on your opponent's field, granted, but just, just an effect activation negation. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's definitely far from the worst, uh, ZW card that exists. They definitely have some worse cards. Which, by the way, I actually went through all the ZWs and I have a list of the good ones. Okay, next up we have the spell card, Rank Up Magic Zexal Force, a new Rank Up Magic spell. So this can be searched with the Ascending Sage. Exactly. Um, target a XE monster control, special them from your extra deck, one Utopia or ZW monster that is one rank higher than the monster you control by using it as material. And if you do, take a ZW or ZS monster from your deck and place it on top of your deck. Interesting. So that so that first part um, lets you stack your deck with a ZS or a ZW, which is great for next turn, or or even just immediately drawing that card if you have the um that continuous spell card I was talking about. Because then you over because then you rank up magic, use its effect to stack effect to draw to immediately draw it. So it almost right. searches a ZW or ZS monster. And this is it's what's really important here is that this is treated as an Xyz summon. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not mistaken. This would qualify as something being like properly summoned, so you could like monster born it, yeah. Absolutely, that's why. Well, that's what I was saying because with that continuous spell card, you have to exceed summon a Utopia monster because it specifically specifies that it's treated as exceed summon. It would count. You could pay the five hundred draw card. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. Uh, then it's got another effect. If your opponent's life points are at least two thousand or higher, that sounds like a uh, yeah, yeah. Sounds like a thing that's going to be a lo- be kind of important. Um, you can banish this card from a graveyard to draw a card. You can only use this effect of uh, rank up magic Zexal Force once per turn. Uh, so yeah, just another free draw one. Wait, okay, hold on. So the original effect to target an Xyz monster control and special summon one from the extra deck that that's not that's not once per turn. Only the draw one card is once per turn. Exactly. So even so even draw so even uh searching it while you already have one in hand. 
isn't a dead draw. Right. Because you can still because you it's because the only because only the draw is once per turn. So that's interesting. That's real interesting. That's really cool. Um, particularly when you compare it to the other rank up spells we have. Uh, I think this is definitely going to be a, one of the better ones. The only thing that's really drawing this card back to me is that it's not a quick play spell. It's a normal spell. I think all the rank up magic spells are normal. No, no, no. The, some of them are quick plays. Oh, okay. So, because there is a certain amount of utility there <clears throat> with uh, activating something in response on your opponent's turn and uh, going in, ranking up into the correct monster that you need for it to be relevant. Oh, yeah. And then also just kind of dodging a spell or a trap or something like that. Let's see. Next up, we have ooh a rank five exceed. Uh, ooh, excuse me. <laughs> ZW Dragonic Halberd. Let's see. It's a dragon. Three uh, K attack. Um, cannot attack directly. Big oof. I think uh, it'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be fine. It's a ZW. It's not meant to attack. Uh, once per turn, you can attach one material from this card. Add a Zexel spell or trap from your deck to your hand. And that is a soft once per turn, at least. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, you can target one Utopia monster you control, equip it, uh, it gains 3,000 attack. So that makes your Utopia 5,500. That's big. That, that's, that's, be- that's beefy. Uh, when the equipped monster destroys a monster by battle, special summon to your field any number of ZW monster cards equipped to it. So that's... Th- okay, so if you have multiple ZWs, wow. this thing is a pseudo-OTK. Yeah, like actually. Like, like I could easily see somebody getting OTK'd out of nowhere by the, by this thing. That's kind of part of the methodology behind the deck, though, isn't it? It makes it kind of like a well quick strike OTK deck. Well, in the manga, um, the main character of the of the anime who ran Utopia, his old shtick early on was just let himself get beat in the face until he uh, dropped to below half, and then would just OTK his opponent. Oh well, here we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it was actually called From Behind uh, Utopia From Behind OTK. So the. A lot of the ZWs, a lot of the ZW monsters, are actually level 5. So there is some synergy there between the ZW monsters and being able to overlay to that rank 5. Oh, absolutely. So there, the deck can hit 5 with, I'm not going to say with ease, but you know, they can. With, without much difficulty. Oh yeah, um, but I mean, you could also just rank up your Utopia into it if you have one of the more generic uh, rank up magic spells. Yeah. Next up, we have the big boy himself, Ultimate Dragonic Utopia Ray, Rank 5 Warrior Exceed Monster. Um, you can hard make him with three level 5 monsters if you want. You yeah, may- but you're probably going to go with the effect. Yeah. So first off, this card's name is always treated as number thirty-nine, number C39 Utopia Ray. Uh, once per turn, when a card or effect is activated that targets this card, or when this card is targeted for an attack. Quick effect. You can equip one ZW. Quick effect. Quick effect. Yes. We're going to have to get like sound drops that go with things like quick oh, effects. Oh, absolutely. Anyway, quick effect. You can equip one ZW monster from your hand or deck to this card as if it were equipped by that monster's effect. So, yeah, you, you have to be targeted for that effect to activate. But then your opponent has to go, if I attack this thing, they can just equip a ZW and it gets the 3500 4K. It gets big. Yeah, you can like on attack declaration... You can quick effect, activate his effect, and then you can, I mean, you can beef him up by thousands of attack just on the fly. Easy, oh, yeah, easily. So, so yeah, so, like, even, um, 
Well, no, my first thought was, you know, that would be great against Ultimate Conductor Tyranno at 35, because then you could equip it with one of the ones to give you 1,200, and that would put you at 37. But Ultimate Conductor Tyranno is never going to attack into a face-up Utopia. It's going to be face-down. Yeah, it's definitely going to activate its effect. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, in that case, that would be uh, a uh, Eldritch, the Golden Lord, who's activated his effect to beef himself up to 35. Right. But your opponent's going to know this is a thing, so that, that effect's probably never going to go off. Um, unless for whatever reason, it'll never go off, but it kind of depends on the matchup. I oh, think very much so. Uh, continuing his effect, uh, once per turn, you can detach one material from this card. Target one fate target. I misread that completely. Detach one target face-up cards your opponent controls up to the number of ZW monster cards equipped to the equipped to this card. Negate their effects. This is not a quick effect. Sadly, it's so, not a quick effect. It, but it also doesn't target. Yeah, it literally says, tar- then target face-up cards your opponent controls. Oh, never mind. I misread that. <laughs> it definitely targets. Yeah, never mind. It targets. Uh, but it is it is an AoE negate, at least. It is, which is very nifty. But, jeez, does it lose so much utility by targeting and not being a, not quick, being effect. a quick effect on that. Yeah. Uh, um, And you have, to rank- you have to use rank up magic to rank up into the sky. Do you? Yeah, he doesn't have an effect to overlay. Oh, you're right. So yeah, so you do in fact have to. Uh, by the way, we're doing. By the way, we're looking at all these cards live. I glanced at them just so I could get their names, and that's about it. Wow, that's rough, buddy. Yeah. Yeesh. Uh, then we have Zexel Construction. So those of you out there, you know how cards have bullets. Like some cards ha- have a bulleted list of it with their effects. This card has five bullets. Yeah, I think the only card that I've seen that has this many bullet points is the um the subterror field spell. I think it's got like five or six bullet points. Okay. Well, and like I know that the or, uh, no, final battle, it's a trap card. Yeah, and I know that uh the BLS Link Monster's got three bullet points on it. Uh so here so here's what these bu- here's what the specific one is bullet, bullet points. First off, you reveal one card in your hand. Just any card. Yeah, this is a normal spell card called Zexel yeah. Reconstruction. Or way. Zexel Construction. Oh, shoot. You're right. Yeah, there is no <laughs> re. Um, reveal one card in your hand, and that's the cost. And if you do, add one of the following cards from your no, deck no, no, to your hand. No, no, it's not a cost. It's not a cost, but that, I mean, it's part of the effect. Yeah, that's, uh, a, that, that's a common, not a cool one. Blah, blah, blah. And add one of the following cards from your deck to your hand, then shuffle the revealed card into the deck. That's why you reveal the card. Uh, so you can add a ZW monster, a ZS monster, a Zexel spell, a trap, a rank up spell, a rank up magic spell, or a rank down magic spell. So I search... didn't know they had any rank down magic spells. I think there's like one. Interesting. But it was used to rank down Utopia to Utopia roots, I think. Oh, uh, but so it's great. It does. It get I, a little added extra utility, I guess. Yeah. Um. You can, of course, you can only activate these, uh, and this card's a hard ones per turn. It's an extender. Yeah, um, it's definitely interesting. Yeah. It's a searcher. I mean, what more can we say about a searcher? And you can reveal any one card in your hand. It doesn't have to be archetype specific. So as long as you have any other card in your hand, it's... That you don't you mind search. getting rid of. Yeah. I mean, hard get rid of, back to the deck. Yes. That's that's rough. Oh, boy. I guess it doesn't really matter, though, as long as you... You know, shuffle it back. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Zexel Entrust, normal spell card. Uh, I th- 
is that a wave motion can? Nah, it's not a wave motion cannon behind him. Um, target no, A. No, it's like a, it's like some space oriented thing. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's got Utopia flying away from something. Uh, target one Utopia ZW or ZS monster in your graveyard. Add it to your hand or special summon it. I like that they give you the option. It is kind of nice. Um, if your opponent's life points are at least 2,000 or higher than yours, we heard that before, <laughs> except the turn this card was sent to the graveyard, you can banish the card from your graveyard, target a Zexal spell or trap in your graveyard, except Zexal and Trust, add it to your hand. So you can go back and get the Zexal construction. Exactly. Or you can loop uh, the rank up magic Zexal force. You know, it lets you recur one of your Zexal spells or traps. That, that's cool. It's and that nifty. is a hard once per turn. Then we have the trap cards, Zexal Alliance. If a face-up exceed monster you control is shown by a battle or opponent's card effect, pay life points so they only have 10 left. That's not a lot. That's, that's not a lot. <laughs> so if this becomes meta, we're all going to start side-decking Ukazi. No, no, no. Just Sparks. Is there a quick play burn card? There's a couple. But I was going to say just Sparks. Deal 50. <laughs> that's 40 more than you need, my dude. No, Sparks is like 500. No, what am I thinking of? I know there's a, there's a burn spell that burns for exactly 50. I don't know. I kind of want to know what it is, uh, just like out of principle. Well, look it up real quick while I read the rest of this effect, because this is a beefy effect. Okay. Uh, let's see. So you pay your life points, so you have 10 left. Um, special summon a Utopia monster from your graveyard, and if you do, take one card from your deck and place it on top of your deck. So you monster born a Utopia monster out of your graveyard, and then you stack your deck. That's cool. Um,. Oh, in addition, that monsters that special summon monsters attack become double, and it cannot be destroyed by battle except by battle with a number monster, nor by card effects. I like that they have the word nor. I like the nor. You don't see that very often, huh? I I don't get. Oh, okay, I get it. So, okay, so if you do the whole ten thing, if your opponent has more than two thousand life points, they have more. Has more than two thousand points total, then they have more than two thousand life points than you. So that would immediately let you go off with all your. Uh, you have to have more. You have to have your opponent has to have more than two thousand life points more than you to, blah 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 blah. Right. Um, yes, yeah, so that just immediately upon flipping that trap card does that. So that's that's interesting. And then the attack doubling is also n- interesting and neat. Not not good. <laughs> we never said it was good. Never said it was good. It's cool. It's thematic. It is. Not very good, though. So, uh, any word on what that spe- on what spell I was thinking of? Bro, I want I'm on Dolan Book, and there's like 12 pages of cards that inflict damage. Well, real quick, just see if it was specifically Sparks. It was not Sparks. Damn. 500? I don't know. I haven't found it. I just know that it wasn't. I, can, right. I bet I can find it really fast, though, because I know what that card looks like. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, well, continuing on... Uh, from the Zexal Alliance trap card. Uh, I think that was all the uh, Zex- all the new Zexal support, yeah? Uh, I think so. Yes, because then in this video... Okay, yeah, then he goes... MST.TV in this, then goes on to a combo demo. Yeah, this is really bad, but we literally just... We literally just pulled up MST's the, video when we were clicking through it while we uh, yeah, yeah. Again, ran we're, off the cards. Yeah, we're kind of looking through these live. Uh, next up was day two... Uh, with the amazement archetype, which yes. is presented by Emmet or uh, Rev Z Cards, who he does the uh, the sealed only, uh, the sealed only challenge, and right now it, that I don't know if I know it's kind of off topic. 
but that series is amazing. Ha. Huh. I mean, I I don't watch a lot of YouTube videos really, so I What? That's a lie. That's it, a lie. It really is. I don't watch a whole lot of videos on specifically on specifically Yu-Gi-Oh on a any given day. I watch an enormous amount of Yu-Gi-Oh YouTube videos. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so in so this is the Amazement Attraction archetype, which I love. This I, I love everything so about I. this. I, I love the I love the artwork on them. I love the effects on them. The only thing I really, really don't like about this archetype is the rarities. Oh yeah. So first off, to start, we have Amazement Administrator. Ar- Arlen Kino. He's a secret. I wanted to read him. He's a secret. Can I read it? Yeah, go ahead, read it. Woo. Yeah, you read this one. All right. So, this is their main monster. He's a level 7 psychic effect monster. He is 2600 attack, 2200 defense. Once per turn, you can banish any number of attraction traps from your graveyard. Then target that many cards your opponent controls. Destroy them. You can only use each of the following effects of Amazement Administrator Arlecchino once per turn. If a trap card is activated except during the damage step, you can special summon this card from your hand. If your opponent normal or special summons a monster except during the damage step, you can target one of those face-up monsters they control, equip one attraction trap from your deck to that target. Keep in mind that all the attraction trap cards equip. Yeah, but... I just realized that it's only from the deck. It's not hand or deck. Almost makes them a little bit bricky. Oh, not really. Um, because I mean, because you can special summon out of your hand as long as you flip, as long as you activate a trap card during your opponent's, and you're always going to. Uh, and I mean, what how, with this deck, how often are you not going to flip a trap card on your opponent's turn? That is true. That is true. It, it, it's very much a trap based deck. It's almost like the new like trap tricks or old. Altergeist, or it's definitely like the new control. I don't know how good exactly it's going to be. I really don't have a gauge on that. But this deck is all orientated around their trap cards. Like oh, every oh, yeah. everything here is trap card oriented. Oh yeah, which is really cool and has never uh, gone wrong, has it? <laughs> has it? No, there's there's never been any great trap card archetypes. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we have the first uh, trap. Uh, first, um, um, uh, a maze attraction uh, trap card, and it's an ultra. Is it? Yeah, it's an ultra. I guess the I guess that lettering is kind of yellowish. So, this is like he said, it's a normal trap card. You can target one amazement monster you control or one face up monster your opponent controls and equip this card to it. You can activate the following effect based on which player controls the equipped monster. The first bullet, you can target one effect monster your opponent controls, negate its effect until the end of this turn. You're, okay, so if it's if it's equipped to your monster, you can target an effect monster your opponent controls and negate its effect. Oh, no, 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 no. It's based on whose turn it is. No, you can activate the following effect based on which player controls the equipped oh, monster. Never mind. It's one of the other spell cards, that trap cards, that, do, that does it based on whose turn it is. Right, right. So so this guy, if he, this trap card, which, by the way, I love that all of these trap cards, the artwork incorporates a different archetype. So this one's the Horror House horror house <laughs> and it it incorporates southern. the yeah it incorporates the ghost trick archetype up like so like in the artwork it has like ghost trick monsters oh yeah like like it's got like the sign for horror house has ghost trick uh 
jack-o'-lantern and the poltergeist and then it's got uh uh alucard jumping out going boo yeah i i love this oh yeah so if it's equipped to your monster you can target one effect once your opponent controls negates effect until the end of this turn it's equipped if it's equipped to your opponent's monster the you change the equipped monster to face down defense position you can only use this effect once per turn so what you can do is if it's already in your opening hand you can set it and then when you special summon out your administrator you can use them to set you can uh, activate this card and equip it to your opponent's monster and quick play book of moon it or if you already have it set then when you special summon you can chain it activate it to him and negate it, negate your opponent's monster's effect exactly now do keep in mind that if you that if you equip it to your opponent's monster then book a moon them this trap card does immediately just fall right off because it's equipped doesn't really matter but it is an important thing to remember it's really interesting though that they basically combine two already very powerful card effects oh, yeah, into it's... one normal trap card so it, it really is a strong card Oh, yeah. This would be a strong card outside of this archetype because you literally can just... Well, I guess I guess Book of Moon does the same thing because if it's not in the Amazement archetype, at that point, it's just Book of Moon because yeah. if you equip it to a monster on your side of the field, it has to be an Amazement monster. Well, it's a Book of Moon that's searchable via Trap Trick. That's true. That's true. I guess in a specifically Trap-based deck, it might be a little bit stronger than Book of Moon. Oh, yeah. Uh, next, uh, Amaze Attraction, we got... Cyclo Coaster, a normal trap card, which the artwork, again, I love it. The artwork is all featuring the Sacred Phoenix of Nephthys, uh, theme. But As it's a like, roller coaster. Yeah, it's like a Sacred Phoenix roller coaster, which I love. Okay, let's see. For the effect, you target an Amaze Monster, you control or one face of monster your opponent controls. Equip this card to it. Uh, you can activate the following effect based on which player controls the equipped monster. If it's your monster, you target a spell or trap card your opponent controls, send both it and this card to the graveyard. Not destroy, send. Yep. Let's see, your opponent, uh, add an amazing monster from deck to hand, and if you do, send this card to the graveyard. Okay, so you either... So, okay, so either way, it's a one-for-one, one, and it sends itself to the graveyard. Okay, so if it, if it equips it... Okay, so if you equip it to your own amazement monster, you target... So you, you target a spell or trap and send it and this card to the graveyard. So... If you have an amazement monster already face up on the field, you can activate this, equip it to your monster, and then on resolution it'll send itself and say your opponent's Chuche, your opponent's, you can send an Eldritch monster, you can send a Cursed Eldland. Or you can do it in your opponent during your opponent's end. Ten key. Yeah, ten key. Or you can do it in your opponent's end phase and send one of the cards they just set. Right, because it doesn't have to be a face-up. But Bingo. in today's metagame, the application is really going to be in the continuous spells and traps. Oh, absolutely. And schism, you can stop a schism before it goes oh, live. Yep, so. yep. But, I, but I'm still going to put that out there. That's something you can absolutely do. Right. Uh, or if you, equip, you know, if you equip it to your opponent's monster, it's a free search. So that's interesting. Granted, it's a search on your opponent's turn, but it's still a free search. Also, this is also an ultra. Yeah, I was just about to say that. That is all. Wait, why is it only on your opponent's turn that it's a search? Well, normally you're only going to activate this during your opponent's turn. Normally. I guess if you can activate one from the deck with yeah, the I administrator. Mean, yeah, I mean, unless they've got something somewhere else that lets you activate trap cards the turn you set them. Which they oh. very well might. Well, I mean, you can use trap trick. They, oh, yeah. You can just use trap trick. 
Yeah, trap trick, dude. Trap trick is like a mandatory three of in this deck because it's all normal traps. Oh yeah. So next up, we have another monster. It is a level four light machine effect monster called Amazement Attendant Comica. She's not a machine. There's no way this card's machine. There's nothing machine looking on her. She is literally just what do you call it? A uh, there's there's a word for this that's not dirty. What's the word? I mean, she's in. I mean, she's in a weird cosplay. That's not a cosplay. She's in like a theme park uniform. Fair enough. Uh, there's a name for she, this. She kind of looks like Ecclesia. Yeah, she like actually looks like Ecclesia cut her hair. I think it's Ecclesia's twin sister. Right. Though this one decided to work at a theme park instead of going and committing to the uh, to the church. Yeah, to the Church of Dogma. There's Dogmatica. okay. What is a name for a like when there's like a like a female on like a Yu-Gi-Oh card, like in the artwork? Like there's people like waifu card. Waifu, yes. That's oh, it. This yes, is, yes. She, it's it's a straight up a waifu. Yeah, it's the waifu of the of the deck. Also another ultra. Yeah, this deck is like literally littered with secrets and ultras. I think two cards of the entire archetype is not a secret or an ultra. Yeah, and it's either going to be a super or a common. Kind of insane when you think about it. Oh yeah. Anyway, on to her effect. First off, she has a normal summon effect, which is to set her a which is to set a attraction trap directly from your deck on normal summon. That's pretty good oh yeah a uh, quick effect you can target one of your attraction traps equipped to a monster equip it to an amazement monster you control or one face of monster your opponent controls okay so she has a quick effect to, to just change around what uh what ama- what amazement traps are equipped so who and but you can only use each use this effect once per turn still getting to redirect an already activated ama- amazement trap card is pretty good it really is, because then you can take some... Well, I guess the other one sends itself to the graveyard. Yeah, okay, so like the first one... Uh, you can either Book of Moon or Fiendish Chain. Yeah, so yeah, so you could Fiendish Chain, and then they bring something else out, her effect to switch it, and then switch it to, one of your opponent, to your opponent's order that you summon, and then Book of Moon it. Right. So you can get both effects off at the same in the same turn. So you can negate the effect initially, and then when they go to use that for like a Synchro or something, you can Book of Moon it. Exactly. Like monster or something. So that's cool. It's in, it's not a bad card. It's just like it's good within the archetype. It's just not like a generically great card. Oh yeah. Oh hey, the first uh, spell card, and it's a secret. Who knew? This is a quick play spell card called Amazing Time Ticket. It is pay eight hundred life points. Apply this effect depending on whose turn it is. That that's where that, you're. That's yeah. where I was getting it from. Yeah. So if you activate it on your turn, you can add a, add one amazement card from your deck to your hand. If you activate it on your opponent's turn, you can set one attraction trap directly from your deck. It can be activated this turn. So There it is. Yeah, there it is. So you can only activate one amazing, amazing time ticket per turn. So it's really, really relevant that the, the monsters are called amazement and the traps are called am- Amaz- attraction. Yeah, amazing attraction and stuff like that. Yeah, so there is a bit of a difference in amazement versus attraction so you can't just have one card that searches well i guess this literally is one card that searches everything but it it makes things a little bit more difficult because you have to really be careful what you're searching and what you're adding absolutely oh yeah i think you just passed up a spell 
No, I didn't. It was okay. Was okay. On the uh, oh, they have a field spell. This will either be a common or a super. Yeah, uh, it's hard to tell because with the it's the lettering of the it's the coloring of the lettering of the name is how we can tell. But yeah. with the standard black on a monster card and white on a spell or trap, you can't see the hollow of the card itself. Right. So it'll be a super or or common. <laughs> Based off of what I've seen, it's super. You know what? Can I, I'm not even gonna lie. This is going to sound so bad. I almost kind of hope that both of these cards, because I think there's two or three cards, I really hope they're all supers. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It would really annoy me to have an archetype right. where almost the entire archetype is in hollow, except like two cards. Yeah. At that point, you may as well just make the entire thing hollow and just make it shiny as heck. Might as well. Uh, let's see. Amazement Precious Park. Field spell. During your main phase, you can activate an attraction trap. The turn it was set. You can activate one. Yeah, you can activate one. Once one, that's still really good. Yeah, that's if that was the only effect on this field spell, it might still see play in the deck. During the in phase, you or your opponent's in phase, you can send one attraction trap you control equipped to a monster to the graveyard. Then target one of your attraction traps, the different name that is banished or in your graveyard. Set that card. You can only use this each effect once per turn. Um, this deck, because of Amazing Precious Park, Precious Park is immune to uh, Cosmic Cyclone. Well, the other thing you have to remember is Cosmic is already weak against this deck because of the sheer fact that they. How do you put it? All none of their traps are actually continuous. Even though they equip themselves, they're not continuous traps yes so even if you activate it the effect is still going to resolve oh yeah but no no the, no the pressure like yeah it's really weak but the precious part just straight up just straight up makes them immune to it but what i'm saying is they might be immune to cosmic but they're now weak more, to twin twister right I, I think i think well i understand you can you can add a you can set a banished or one that's in your graveyard but I really do think that this archetype is a lot weaker to Twin Twister. And oh, the it, reasoning it, it is. is because you can hit the field spell. And if if they don't have either Precious Park or the Ticket, then they, can, they can't activate it to turn it was set. Mm-hmm. So if you can pop their spells and traps, it does weaken up the deck an enormous amount. It's still uh-huh. it's still a good like it, the cards are still good. They're still playable. And they're still a lot of fun. But I, just, I just think it's interesting that they're just straight up immune to Cosmic Cyclone. But More or less. As long as you can get the field spell. Yeah. But you, you are definitely right. The deck is definitely much weaker to co- to uh, Twin Twister because of it. Right. And it is hard once we're turning on all the effects on this. So uh, Of course, as per usual. So you can't just, you know. You, you know, it makes the Precious Park set of traps, activate a second one, set a second trap. Right. Can't do that. So, let's get into some of the trap cards. Oh, another normal trap card. Oh, another one, yeah. Yeah, Amazing, Amazement, Family Faces. Oh, this that little Melfi, Melfi up way up there in the top yeah, corner. Yeah, this so. card is just coded in archetype references. It really is. Uh, let's see. Target one monster opponent controls equipped with your attraction traps. Equip this card to it. So, you, so you have to have your opponent already have an attraction trap equipped to it to... to Equip it with this. You know what I noticed though? Out of all these references that it has, the Melfi and the Karibo and all these cute little monsters, you know what it doesn't have any of that frustrates me? Huh. The stuffed animal theme deck that they already had. Uh, Fright Fur. You've got a point. Well, Fright Fur slash Fluffle. 
I guess they didn't want Five Nights at Freddy's to be on there. Uh. Prob- <laughs> that, hey, hey, man, hey, man, this archetype just came out. It's probably going to be in the support. I really hope it like, is. Like, future support, I mean. I, I Part of me wants them to make a FNAF reference. Part of me doesn't. Dude, that entire Frightfur and Fluffle archetype is already a Five Nights at Freddy reference. Fair enough. The whole thing. Anyway, so okay, so we you know we know we you know your opponent already has a monster equipped with an attraction trap. You activate this, equip it to it. Let's see what the, let's see what it gives you. While this card is equipped to a monster, take control of the equipped monster. While you control the equipped monster, it gains five hundred attack. You cannot activate its effects. Also, is treated as an amazement monster. That's pretty good. Oh yeah, and it's a hard ones per turn, so you can just steal one of your opponent's monsters, and then it becomes an amazement monster. So then you all can, your yeah all right. of your amazement traps can be equipped to, and you can get their effects off as normal. Um, actually, even better, what you can do is you can. I think okay, so I don't have the cards in front of me. I don't know for sure if I'm thinking about this correctly. So if you have both this and the one that can either Phoenix Chain or Set, you can activate it. So you can activate... Hold on, wait. Let me think about this. Activate Family Faces. Well, I guess you can't target a monster that's equipped if you, they haven't it equipped has, yet. Because I was going to say, you could you could activate Family Faces to equip and then activate that one and then change control and get the other effect to where you can flip it face down and then it's permanently yours. But you no, know, that, you, yeah, that doesn't yeah, work. It doesn't work like that. I mean, you are, I mean, at least you're actually trying to you know, come there's up with some, some inter- kind of weird yeah, there's interaction some, with there's between. Some, there's going to be some weird interplay and interactions yeah. with these cards. Oh, yeah. But I don't think either one of us are, have enough brain cells to rub together to figure it out. Yeah, two rub together is still only two brain cells. Two? Between, we, the two, between the two of us, there's at least two brain cells there. Fair enough. That, that, that's fair. I, and, uh, yeah, that seems... Yeah, that's about it. Um... I mean, yeah, it's just your standard, uh, well, not your standard, I say standard, it just seems to be your, uh, just a archetype based around normal traps, a three of, trap trick is going to be a three of requirement in this deck, because everything's a normal trap. Right. Um, yeah, and it seems like they're kind of going with a pseudo-golden lord there, with, uh, with their boss, a pseudo-golden lord with their boss monster, which is interesting. I don't know about a pseudo-golden lord. But it's definitely, definitely interesting. That that's that's about all I'll say. It's yeah, yeah. Definitely an interesting archetype. Oh yeah, and the artwork is absolutely amazing. Absolutely. Well, so now we got that out of the way. So what we're going to talk about now is a little bit different. We're going to transition from this new stuff into some really old stuff. Real old. We're talking 2000, what, 5? Yeah, yeah, 2005 format. That's it. Oh, yeah. So, this weekend, at our at one of our locals... Uh, enter the Battlefield Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. Oh, yeah. They're doing a big goat tournament. Well, big. They're doing a goat tournament. It's big for us. It's big for us. Okay, so... What is goat exactly? Um, so, okay, so all this information... So, any if, you, if anybody wants to learn about goat... Um, 
more than what we're about to say, you can actually go to goatformat.com. It's the official website for Goat. Yeah, it is a huge, comprehensive website. They run all their own Goat tournaments on like an hourly basis. Like if you ever want to get into a Goat tournament, you can hop in there into their Discord and they always have Goat tournaments going. They host the Goat Format World Championship. They just had the Tournament of Champions, which was only open to people that have have won either uh, an SJC, so Shonen Jump Championship, uh, YCSs, Nationals, things like that. You had to have won a premier tournament to participate. They host a lot of high-end stuff. They have all the rulings from the Upper Deck website from the time because Upper Deck at the time had a website where they literally posted every relevant ruling for every card. Granted, it was as it came up. Uh, so what would happen is like if a ruling issue came up in a tournament setting, the judge would then tell Upper Deck about it, and then Upper Deck would make their official ruling, and it would go from then on out. Right. So they always had a running list of all of the rulings, and this GoFormat.com was able to lift those rulings from the old Upper Deck site and put them all on their site. So if you ever have a ruling about basically any card ever – it's on goatformat.com. As far as as far as the way it was ruled during the actual April to September 2005 format, because that's when GoFormat is. Mm-hmm. So, GoatFormat is a fan-made format similar to Magic the Gathering has Standard, which would be similar to Yu-Gi-Oh's Advanced, and then they also have Commander, which I guess would be kind of a similarity between to Goat. No. Okay, so Commander would... Yugo really doesn't have anything like Commander. Like, the nearest thing they ever had to Commander was the part of the uh, anime where you, where they had Deck Masters. Okay, so it's a little bit different. Yeah, or it's like... A, uh, it's a lot different, but the point like, is... Uh, for anyone who, also, for anyone who played the PS2 Yu-Gi-Oh games, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duels of the Roses. Okay. With, without the board game part. So, sure, Commander is very different in that even the rules are different. They have 100-card decks and... They have support for lots of different players and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, you're only allowed one one copy of each card per deck, blah, blah, blah. Right. So, but as far as GOAT, it's similar in that it's a format that a lot of people that don't want to play advanced really enjoy. So, Yu-Gi-Oh! does technically have one alternative format, which is traditional, but it's not supported, like, at all. I... I like they haven't support like they haven't had a traditional uh tournament in probably close to to a decade now. Oh, it's it may have been more than a decade. Yeah. If, if if there was an official tournament, uh, uh if there was a traditional tournament, it was not like a Konami sanctioned tournament. Yeah. Uh, and the only difference between advanced and traditional, quote unquote, with uh Yu-Gi-Oh is all the banned cards are at one. Right. So this format is the April 2005 ban list, which goes from April 2005 until the ban list actually updated September 30th, but the format ends on September 1st, 2005. That was the release of both Xerian Universe and Cyber Dragon and Cybernetic Revolution, I believe. Mm-hmm. So that set, Cybernetic Revolution, changed the game forever because of the introduction of cyber dragon oh yeah the card being a free special summon that punished your opponent for for building a field presence is something that the game had never seen before 
And just an inherent special summon like that is so powerful that it it broke the game basically. Not not necessarily in a bad way, but the combine the combination of Cyber Dragon increasing the power ceiling of the format, as well as that ban list completely bodying what was considered the best tier zero deck at the time, which was Goat Control. Which is why the format's called Goat Format. Right, it's named after the card Scapegoat because it was the most popular card played at the time. So, the banning, I think the total ban list when this happened was 24 cards. Two dozen cards. We're talking more cards were added and moved around on this ban list than probably, at the time, any ban list ever. Easily, Easily for the time. Right. So, there's a few reasons as to why we play GOAT. This is why it's a commonly played alternative format, even though it's not supported by Konami. So, it was invented in 2010, 2009, 2010, somewhere in that range, by a group of writers for ARG.com. What they did was, these are guys like Chris Perovic, Patrick Hoban... Billy Brake, some of the best players in the game's history. They theorized that this April 2005 format, before Cyber Dragon got released, was the most skillful format at the time in the game's history. In their opinion, there was not as many sacky cards, you weren't getting OTK'd all the time, and it was incredibly skill-based. And because at the time, everybody played the same deck, more or less, which was goat control all the entire deck was based around uh, out resourcing your opponent the deck didn't have a natural win condition the the deck's win condition was to control the game state always win a one you know not necessarily one for one in your opponent but always trying to secure two for ones and things of that sort to always be building card advantage through pot agree graceful charity delinquent duo you want to get breaker to pop your opponent's back row you want to be able to you know set or yeah set scapegoat activated during your opponent's turn whether it be in the battle phase or during the end phase and on your next turn activate metamorphosis tribute a token to summon thousand eyes restrict and steal your opponent's monster so what you did was you didn't lose anything on the front end, and you were able to make your opponent lose card advantage. These small card advantage interactions were what made this format so skillful. So, because everybody was playing basically the same deck, you ended up basically with a format where the best players floated to the top because of they understood the interactions better. They understood how to play the deck better. And in a format like that, the cream rises to the top. And that's oh, yeah. the theory behind it. Oh, yeah. And even though this meta is, you know, at this point, it's uh, it's a 10-year-old meta at this point, The card and the card pool has, in fact, stayed the exact same. Right. The meta is still cha- kind of changes a little bit even today. Yeah, this is, a, this is still an evolving format. Even though the format is... 16 years old as far as the actual card pool and then the competitive play of this format is a decade old this is still a format that is evolving this is still a format that people say hey what if we tried this 
because yeah, or this other card that exists at the time, but people just didn't consider running for one reason or another. And then as new strategies develop, so for example, now while the while it's called goat format because goat control was the most popular deck at the time, now you're looking as chaos is the most popular deck. If you look at all of the goat format world championships happening these days, you're going to see tons of chaos and not even chaos control chaos turbo these decks aren't even running scapegoat or metamorphosis you're seeing that you're seeing chaos warrior or pure warrior evolve as these legitimate decks because as a deck evolves like chaos to beat go control then you have other decks that evolve to beat chaos and then you have other decks that evolve to beat those decks and it really is a revolving and always evolving meta but everything always just evolves back into go control. Like how everything evolves into crabs. Wait, what? Yeah, there there was a whole meme about about how a biologist said that everything eventually evolves into crabs. I have never heard that. Oh, it's it's funny. <laughs> Are you saying that go control is crabs? Yes. But Dang. the good kind of crab you throw into a pot of boiling water and is delicious. Oh, okay. I was, like, was going to say, that's a little harsh. No, no, no. The good kind of crabs that are delicious to consume. Okay. So, Sorry for those who are allergic <laughs> to shellfish. <laughs> so, the main thing to keep in mind about this format is it's mainly based around high skill level play. Which is why... We're so excited to be able to have the opportunity to play this format at our locals. So, because it's considered the best format ever to test skill and not luck, and it's the first retro format, it obviously has the highest player base outside of advanced. So, we'll having we'll have the tournament this Saturday, May twenty second. So this episode will air Friday, so it'll happen tomorrow as of listening. Mm-hmm. We will. When we leave the tournament, we're going to come straight back to my house, which is an hour away from the shop, but it's okay. We're going to come back to my house. We're going to bring a guest on the pod. We're going to do tournament results, and we're going to do probably a mid-format report. It's kind of a breakdown of the current advanced format, how we feel about it, what all is going on. And uh, we don't really have time today because... We got a little carried away talking about the utopia and the amazement stuff. Yeah. Um, but in the future, we will 100% do a full go tap episode if anyone if anyone really wants it. Yeah, we're going to we're going to do the plan was today to do a full goat episode. That did not happen. Yeah, because then this utopia amazing stuff came out. And we we're like, yeah, we're going to talk about it. Uh, we're also going to talk about any of the new the day three and day four stuff on uh, on yeah. next episode as well. Not in as much detail as we did with this, because we'll have a guess, but... I think between the announcements of the new cards coming in Lightning Overdrive... All these cards are releasing in Lightning Overdrive, by the way. I don't think we ever said that. I don't think we ever did. I I apologize. Everything's coming out in Lightning Overdrive, guys. Yeah, so between the new cards coming out in Lightning Overdrive and the GOAT GOAT Tournament report and the mid-format report... Be prepared. Oh, yeah. Because the next episode is going to be kind of a doozy. It's going to be probably a big one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. If, I mean, if we have to go over what we have to go over, it is what it is. 
Right. So. I don't think you guys mind, do you? <laughs> Again, we want to thank everybody so much for listening. We are truly blessed to be able to put ourselves out there and share our opinions, share our beliefs, and share what we think with all of you wonderful, wonderful listeners. Oh, yeah. We're, we are very lucky to be able to do this. So be sure to follow our podcast page on Twitter, which is at, is it Top Cut Podcast? I think. I know you can follow me at the, I think it's at Dat Chumley, D-A-T-C-H-U-M-L-E-Y. Yes, and you can follow me at at JamTheMan17. Yes, and it is at Top Cut Podcast for our official Twitter, which we post new episodes, we post uh, thoughts, opinions, we reply to other creators, talk a lot, interact with the community. Please feel free to follow us there. That's the easiest way to find us. Make sure you follow us on Spotify or Podbean, Google Podcasts, however you're listening, and let us know. Give us shout-outs. Tell us all your friends, all your players at your locals. Talk to everybody about us because we're always, you know, we're always looking to tell more people what we think. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, our opinions are probably terrible, but hey, they're opinions, any, but they're opinions that we never said we were smart. This is true. We never claimed to know exactly what was going on or what we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, we try. <laughs> we try really hard. <laughs> yeah. Just remember that this is your place to get all of your up-to-date news for the week. We are here every Tuesday and every Friday. Maybe a surprise episode here and there going up. But for sure every Tuesday and every Friday to break down all of the news and notes from around the game from both TCG and OCG. And if there's anything else that we can do for you, please feel free to hit us up. Hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Reddit, whatever you need to do. And as always, take it easy, guys. Have a good one. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.